Hello, everyone. This is Mark Anthony with Edge on Regen Show, the place where we bring you the best of the best doctors, nurse practitioners, neurologists, and just people that love focusing on helping people. That's what this show is all about. And I like to ask the questions that maybe some people are thinking, and I'm just going to say it. So again, today we have nurse practitioner of 24, going on 25 years at MovitaHealth.com, MovitaHealth.com. Guys, you can get a hold of Tanya O'Keefe at 208-797-5397. I'm going to say it one more time, 208-797-5397. I know I sound like a radio host because I am one. All right. So today we are going to be talking about what are the symptoms of low testosterone, or in other words, TRT, and what's the benefits. But before we do that, Tanya, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Mark. Oh, yeah. It's a blessing to have you. We had a a great little chit chat before we started on here. And I just want to say I love what you do. I love your heart and your passion for helping people, especially helping them get out of the funk. And what I mean by funk, this testosterone, how important it is to our body, not just that, but our health. So tell us a little bit about yourself, how you you got into the industry and why, why you're doing this. Yeah, it's it's kind of a long story. You know, 24 years is a long time, but um, (laughs) I I started out um, my first job as a nurse practitioner. I was in neurosurgery. I did that for about nine years and that was fun. Um, then I went into um, nephrology, which is a study of kidney disease. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah. And I was doing um, hospital work for them. And so I saw the sickest of the sick people. And I, I got very frustrated with basically we were managing their death. And I kept thinking to myself, if somebody had gotten to these people 10 years sooner and helped them make changes in their life, we wouldn't be here today. And so it got me to thinking, how, how can I do this? How can I make a difference in these people's lives before they get to the point where they need to help and different things like that? And so um, I um, went back to school for my second master's in um, functional medicine and nutrition. And oh, then wow. I stopped into Movita Health about um, going on six years now. And here we are. Second master's, huh? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The first one was too easy. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna double up. So neurology, ne- nephrology, which is the kidneys. Yep. Okay. Yep. Wow, yeah. neurology. I learn something new every day. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that is awesome. And double, double masters. Okay, you gonna go for that triple, or you just you're, no? You're... I figured the first one was a fluke, and I was able to do the second one, so I feel good now. <laughs> it was a fluke. I love it. So, um. I know we're going to talk about testosterone today. I would do a little backwards. Tell us a little bit. What's the umbrella of of what services that you offer before okay. we get into to this? Yeah, so I approach um, healthcare a little bit differently. Um, we look for the root cause of the illness. So you know, um, in conventional medicine, and I'm not dogging on conventional medicine, but there's a place for that. But exactly. um, but basically, they're, they're looking for a pill for the ill, right? They're trying to match a pill to a diagnosis. And I take a different approach. I ask the question, why is this dysfunction happening in the body? And how can we stop that flow of inflammation or disease so that the person can have restored health? 
Does that kind of make sense? That makes a lot of sense. And so that this kind of brings me to a big point I wanted to talk about is there's really three things that we address, three things that are the root of all illness. And I think these are really important. So um, stress, toxins, and crap food are that those three things you can link almost every disease back to a conglomeration of those in some way. So when you think about, um, I'm going to kind of address it in the, in the testosterone light, but stress, think about when the testosterone starts going down in men, you start losing about one to 2% per year at about age 30. What happens when you're 30? Well, that's when you start getting a family, your work responsibilities increase. Stress. Stress. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. You start sleeping less, you know, for optimal testosterone, optimal health, you need around seven hours of sleep sleep or more. How many people get that when they're in their thirties and forties and they're trying they're you know, they're gunning for their career. Um, And think about cortisol as being a castration device. So cortisol um, will disrupt the communication between the brain and other areas of the body, particularly the, the testicles. Um, in, in the case of testosterone. So stress is, is huge in the cause of disease, causes a ton of problems. And you know what else men are guilty of is not asking for help. Um, and so that's another form of stress. They get overwhelmed and they just take it on. They internalize it. And so I think that's that's a big problem for men. Now, the other thing, toxins, right? Toxins in the environment. So we address how can we um, eliminate or at least reduce toxins that we're being exposed to from a disease perspective? Um, we're exposed to herbicides. We're exposed to pesticides. Those all call it, cause inflammation in the body. Um, plastics that we're drinking out of and eating out of on the go, right? Um, smog, emissions from our vehicles. Um, smoke, you know, we live in the Pacific Northwest. There's tons of smoke all the time in the summer, right? And then drugs, you know, we talked a little bit about conventional medicine and um, some of the prescription drugs that we are giving people are causing other diseases. You know, it's not as simple as I give you a, a drug for something and it just takes care of the problem. It's it's changing the way your body functions. And so that's gonna cause another downstream problem. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing that is really a problem is narcotics and alcohol. So we're trying to, you know, we come home after a long day's work, stress out, have a couple glasses of wine, don't sleep well, we don't feel like exercising in the morning and the cycle just gets worse, right? And then um, we're on the go, we're busy. We are a stop and go society. And so crap food, we have poor diets in America. The standard American diet is low in protein, low in high quality fats, we don't, we're um, demonized cholesterol to the point of being yep. dangerous. And then we fill ourselves full of dairy that is yep. uh, crammed full of synthetic hormones and God knows what else that they've been given. And so all of these things lead to inflammation in the body. And inflammation is what is at the crux of disease. And if we can break the cycle of inflammation, we can change disease processes. And so that's kind of how I run my practice. And um, every problem that comes in, we approach through that lens. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I like, I like the way you said that. So would you, would you say that you see, do you think it's 50, 50 with, with uh, 
with the men and the women in your clinic with uh, testosterone? No, believe it or not, I attract the men in my clinic. Um, I have a large proportion. I would say 70 to 80%. It start and it, it's getting to be more women because men are dragging their wives in now. You know, it's usually the wives dragging the husbands in. <laughs> I have the husbands dragging the wives right, in. Right, right. right. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it, it's it's getting to be more equal, but um, maybe 70% men, 30% women. But Wow. Interesting. Um, see, I know a lot of women will probably say this. Well, I don't want to do it because I don't want to get hairy. I don't want to grow hair. Yeah. Is that a concern also? I mean, it is. So if you overdo, and that's a big concern with women, if you overdo testosterone, you can have um, androgenic effects, meaning secondary sexual characteristics that normally would belong to men. So facial hair, Mm -hmm. deepening of the voice, um, enlargement of the um, clitoris, you know, things that we don't want. And so with women, we tend to go a little slower. We start with smaller doses. And, and work our way up. And we're a little more careful with women to not masculinize them. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So depending on your levels, you want to start at low dose and then work up slowly till you get to the levels that are yeah. perfect for them. And then that's where you kind of stay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, are you now the question that I, that I want to would like to kind of con- connect with is are the symptoms for low testosterone, is that the same for men and women? Do they have the kind of the, the kind of maybe the same type of side effects? So the, yeah, the, the symptoms are similar. So um, everybody always thinks about sex drive, right? That's like the first uh-huh. thing that comes to everybody's head, and that is part of it for both men and women. Women are a little more complex when it comes to sex drive. You know, you can't just give them testosterone and they're going to be fine. You know, we really have to address the cortisol and the other issues and the other hormones with women to get those all balanced for it to work. Um, uh, The other thing is enjoyment in life. A lot of um, men and women will complain of lack of enjoyment in life. Um, That can be anything from anxiety, depression, um, moodiness, irritability, things that a lot of doctors would prescribe antidepressants for, um, which can actually make the problem worse if it's low testosterone, interestingly. Yeah. Um, lack of motivation is a big one. Just not having that drive. Okay. I, I call testosterone the male motor. And it's also kind of the female motor. It gives you that drive. Um, just a general lack of energy and um, kind of easy, easily fatigable. Um, a lot of people talk about coming home after long days of work and falling asleep right after dinner on the couch. That's kind of a yeah. class. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, difficulty putting on muscle or losing muscle. So with women, it's more difficulty putting on the muscle. And with men, it's they're like, gosh, I'm losing my muscle. And um, then fat. With men, getting fat in the middle is a sign of some hormone imbalance, whether it be excess estrogen or not enough testosterone. And women, too, um, can can have that extra little layer of fat that they're not used to from having low testosterone. When you are working out, noticing a lack of endurance, noticing strength um, tapering off, you're like, God, I used to be able to, you know, deadlift, you know, this much weight. Now I can only do, you know, 70% of that. That can be a sign. Um, For men, this is kind of um, specific to men is that lack of those secondary sexual characteristics that we were talking about, like 
um, the facial hair, um, chest hair, that type of thing. And then um, shrinkage of their testicles um, can be a sign that their, their testicles aren't working like they were before. And so, really, yeah. And so, and then both sexes can have bone thinning or bone loss um, leading to osteopenia, osteoporosis, and um, putting them at risk for fractures later in life. Those are the wow. main symptoms we see. Yeah. Now, could so I also know a lot of men are, I, I hear this where they're like, I don't want to go bald. You know, I, I, I love my beautiful hair. And yeah. I'm afraid that if I take uh, testosterone, I'm going to go bald. And then I remember this other doctor said, well, if that's the case, look at Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. They were the main top users in that industry. Yeah. But then in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, but they're rich. They probably got plugs. So <laughs> and they might have plugs. Um, <laughs> Here's the thing. I have a lot of men and I do have some men who complain of hair loss. And then I have men who don't there. There's a difference. So if you are predisposed to male pattern baldness, you probably will lose hair faster. So what happens is when you take on exogenous, meaning testosterone in, you know, from the outside to the end, um, it is, some of it is going to be, um, processed or transformed in what's called the five alpha reductase enzyme gets a hold of it. We have DHT receptors all over and men who are predisposed to male pattern baldness will have a, a lot of these receptors in their scalp. And so it, um, this alpha five alpha reductase, um, enzyme will convert the testosterone into DHT. Oh, wow. Okay. So DHT is responsible for the loss of hair. Um, but DHT isn't always the enemy. See, that's the problem. So men want to turn off their DHT, right? Because they're like, I don't want to lose any hair. So I want to turn off that DHT. The problem is, is that if you turn it off in a lot of men, you can turn off libido, you can affect sexual function, and you can affect brain function. So there's an even bone mineralization. So there's there's a there's a caveat that you got to be careful. So what I would say is if you are predisposed to that male pattern baldness, you do have to be careful because Maybe I, if it runs in the family. Yep. Yep. Okay. It, it, it definitely could affect you. And, um, but I will say that I haven't had a single man stop therapy because of it. Well, of course, because they feel great. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's like, this is what I'm saying. If, if you're, if you're, if you're 35 and you're not bald, man, don't trip. Just the, the the way I look at it, because normally people end up being they start getting bald in their 30s. And yes, I've seen, you know, my 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 father started getting bald in his uh, 40s. I'm 47. And, <laughs> and and but the only there's a difference, though, it's because I w I'm not trying to say he wasn't smart, but I had he had long hair and I had long hair back in the day, you know, the whole 90s thing. And so. Oh, yeah. I cut the reason why I cut my hair was because I noticed that I was starting to thin right here because of the hair follicles it being in the back. Oh. And so I, you know, my brain's thinking like, okay, well then I'm going to stay to short hair. When I did that, it just grew like a machichi and my dad kept his hair long and he was balding all over the sides because of it was breaking oh, the hair follicles. So he, he could have had his hair if he, you know, didn't do that. It's just my opinion. Yeah, he might have. That might be, be exactly, exactly what Because happened. when you use a rubber band, it pulls the hair out of your it, hair. It you does. don't just realize it. Oh, you well, know? when you have it holding that hair back, you take that ponytail out, you can just feel that, yeah. 
that sensation. So it definitely pulls on the follicles for sure. And it's staying up all day. All day. I mean, and it's, and you have heavy hair, you know, I don't know. It's just, you know, yep. um, very interesting thought. So what, it's the famous question. What works better? Oh, is it injection or is it pellets from <laughs> your opinion? And, and you're entitled to an opinion. That's a beautiful thing. Okay. Okay. I'll tell <laughs> I, I don't use pellets. Um, and it's very cream. I use some cream. Okay. But here's, 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 I want to talk about pellets. Um, there's a lot of advantages to pellets. Okay. Um, it's simple. You go in once every three months, you get your pellet. It gives you a steady flow of however much hormone you put in. Um, that, that is all really a positive effect. Now here's the problem. We don't know how much testosterone you're going to need. It's not as simple as one size fits all, right? So if I put in a pellet on you that's way too strong, we're going to have a ton of side effects. We're going to increase that DHT formation. We're going to increase estrogen formation. We're going to be struggling um, fighting these um, side effects way harder. Now on the flip side, if I don't put in enough, you're really not going to feel the effect and you're going to be a little frustrated and a little disappointed. And we're going to have to either add a cream or an injection on top of that. And so for me, I feel like most men tolerate the injections really well. I'm able to teach all my men to do it on their own. So they don't have to be inconvenienced in coming into the clinic. Yeah. Um, and so um, I just feel like it's a, it's much more empowering. And here's the thing. There are things throughout the seasons that it will affect your testosterone, like we talked about. You know, like it's a smoky season right now, right? So I have a lot of guys whose testosterone is a little bit in the tank right now. We just got through the smoke. And so I've had to increase their testosterone a little bit to help them out, um, get them back to where they were feeling good again. And then as, the, you know, as a couple months from now, we might have to bring it back down again. It's really easy to do if I'm doing weekly injections, mm -hmm. it's really not as easy to do if I'm doing a pellet that I can only do every three months. So, wow. okay. and kind of the same with the cream. Now the difference with the cream and the injection, the injection is generally once, once a week. I have some guys who do bi-weekly, but for the most part, it's, it's once a week. That's pretty easy. A cream, now, I'm not dogging on men, but men are not really good at doing something every day in general. Nope. And nope. so, and a cream needs to be done at least every day, oftentimes twice a day. And I'm just not going to get very, most men, I don't get great compliance with that. And so most of the time we end up doing injection therapy for them. Oh, wow. So what I hear you saying is you feel like injection therapy is probably the best for the best results from what you've seen. For me, Yes. Yeah. Now in my women, it's different. Um, in my women, I use creams because women are more consistent and, uh, <laughs> and we're not dealing with very high numbers. And so to, to get a small enough, you're barely, I mean, you'd be barely giving a couple drops of testosterone in a, in an injection to a woman. And that's not worth the, the poke and the, and the, you know, mm -hmm. all of that to do. And so most women are very happy to do the, the creams. Okay. All right. Now, are, are those the only type of options that you, you recommend or are the creams or the injection? Oh, no, we have other options too. So let's say a man wants to, so here's, we haven't talked about side effects yet, but one of the side effects of testosterone therapy is shrinkage of the testicles. 
Okay. And why is that? Of, why is that even a bad thing? Well, a lot of men just feel like they they get sense they get self conscious about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm being sorry. By the way, I'm being sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> I've been complaints about. It'd that. be like you're like my nose is this big and now it's like what the heck. <laughs> It, it leads to some some conversations, and so if that's a <laughs> if that's a problem, they act like they're going out and everybody can see them. Anyways, I'm sorry. No, I know. I know. <laughs> oh boy. But but they, they do get self conscious, and so they're um, in men like that. Depending on what their initial labs come back looking like, and their age, and different things, and their wishes to maintain fertility, we can also do things such as HCG, which is human chorionic gonadotropin. It's a um, it's an injection again, but it's not testosterone. So it's an injection that you do um, once, twice, maybe three times a week that stimulates your own endogenous testosterone. Wow. So it, it just ramps up your own production. And so we can use that as a monotherapy, meaning that's all we use. So I have some men who are younger who want to maintain fertility. We can use um, HCG to maintain their fertility. Um, and so that's an option. Um, we also have Clomid, which is an oral, um, medication that used to be used for women's fertility. And now it's been, um, approved to be used for men and, um, hypogonadism or hypotestosterone production. Um, the caveat with that is, um, it's oral, it's easy. It's every other day. Men like that convenience. Um, but I'll tell you, I don't find that most men feel as good on that. They love the HCG. They're not as happy with the Clomid. So most men end up with some form of injectable in my wow. life. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. You know, um, testosterone has been around for what, like 80 years? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think the 1930s and 40s is kind of when it started. I wonder if that, I wonder if some of the baseball players are using it and just in the back of my head, because I'm like, man, they were, they, a lot of them didn't get hurt as much as I see people then, because I know restrictions were a lot, lean, a lot more lenient back then. Well, they weren't even thinking about it, right? No, they weren't. Mm -mm. It wasn't even on the radar to, to test for. So. Right, if it works for a horse, it'll work for a human. <laughs> exactly. You know. That's a wow. long, long time. Okay. Long so time. what are more the, we, we talked about some of the, the side effects that could be, but what would you say, what are more of the, the pros for people that are maybe on the fence about it? Like, I'll be honest, I've been on the fence. I'm, I'm about to get off the fence. Um, you know, I've talked to quite a few doctors, nurse practitioners, and, uh, you know, of course, I can't just say I want to have some. I got to go see if my, my levels are even low or right. even high. You know, I have a lot of energy because you're seeing my cup of coffee speaking, um, <laughs> even though even though this is tea with water, I got to I got to dilute the sucker. But my I'm, I'm just being real, like, you know, a lot of people just even because even if you have a lot of energy, doesn't necessarily mean you don't doesn't you might still need testosterone. That's right. also right. another kicker, would you say? Absolutely. So you have to think about the whole package. Right. And I do have some guys who come in here who don't have fatigue. But maybe they're just having um, trouble with just kind of not feeling the spark that they used to feel, you know, um, or um, their cognition is just a little bit not as not quite as sharp as they used to be that type of thing. You know, there's actually evidence 
that um, testosterone can be um, protective against dementia and Alzheimer's later in life. Wow. Yeah. There was a study done, um, I think it was at USC, where they um, studied and found that um, men who were given testosterone who already had the diagnosis of Alzheimer's, it stalled the progression of their Alzheimer's. That's, That's how, interesting. Isn't that interesting? So, and the other thing to think about is it's protective. It, it gets, it's very demonized. I don't know how, of course. how that happened. <laughs> It's but, whenever something works. Yes, yes. Um, but it's actually protective against cardiovascular risk too. So it um, men with t- um, undergoing testosterone therapy tend to have lower blood pressures. They tend to have better lipid profiles, both of which are precursors to cardiovascular disease. So it can be a preventative thing for that as well. It also prevents against metabolic disease, things like diabetes. Um, and things like that, it helps to prevent against that. So even if wow. you don't have symptoms of it right now today, it can still, getting your levels to a healthy level can be beneficial. One I forgot to mention that I think is really important, and this kind of gets into one of the big myths of testosterone, is prostate cancer. Um, everybody is so lit up about testosterone and prostate cancer, and there's absolutely nothing supporting it. Um, as far as literature goes in the present day, mm-hmm. what they have found is if I, if I chemically castrate you right now, um, I would eliminate your risk of pretty much of prostate cancer, but nobody wants to live like that. You don't want to live with a testosterone of zero. Um, however, if you're sitting between the ranges of zero and 300, somewhere in there, your risk of prostate cancer is higher. Wow. Whereas if I get you into that more normal range, it reduces your risk of prostate cancer. So it's a U-shaped curve, upside down U-shaped curve of risk. So amazing. Mind blowing, right? People, you know what? That's kind of irritating. People should be talking about this. Like this, you know, I'm literally going to clip this part out in a good way. Meaning part out for Facebook reels and stuff like that. It's just people need to see these are these are things that people need to hear more about. It actually, from what I'm hearing, it helps out with the longevity of your life and to enjoy your life a lot better mm-hmm. in all around. All around. All around. And then we didn't even get to the improved bone mineral density. One of the, you know, um, you if you have, suffer a hip fracture at age 70, your chances of dying in the next two years is exponential. So any, So improving that bone mineral density is really important as we age. And so I, I think of it, when I think of a man going on testosterone therapy, I think about aging well, right? Wow. And preventing a lot of the, remember, we were root cause, right? And so we look for root cause. And so if I can get to the root cause of a lot of the cardiovascular disease, metabolic disease, bone mineral density, prostate cancer, and prevent those things from happening, think of how much more longevity and reduce morbidity and mortality that we're going to experience as we as we age wow amazing um i never even thought about that does it have out with wrinkles (laughs) (laughs) actually yes it does don't even don't really it improves improves collagen formation i mean look come on look at my face do i look like i'm 54 no hey there you go (laughs) not at all are are you using anything come on i i do use supplemental testosterone (laughs) I absolutely do. Yes. Okay. So supplemental testosterone is the same as just regular just testosterone. Correct. 
Yes. Okay. Just yeah, yeah. the verbiage. It's a verbiage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and with that, and again, that would be like a weekly thing. For me, I do it the daily cream. Oh, the daily cream. Do you put For it me. like on your face? Nope. Just on, on a fatty part of my body. And then it gets absorbed into the bloodstream and affects all these different things. Wow. I'm okay. Wow. So my, my wife, she's going to be like, really? I know her too well. <laughs> She'll be watching this. No, because <laughs> it's cool because no, like normally a lot, what we just started doing recently, which is really cool is I'll do the first show and then my wife will do the second. So it's kind of coming from a man's point of view. Right. And then you have a, a, a woman's pro- point of view, which yes. is, they're two totally different. Totally different. Like, it's like right hand, right, right, left hand side, you know. Um, <laughs> it is. You know, that's why I think that when men and women come together, hey, you're one whole. Especially when you get older, if you're if you're a hip certain, you know, hey, she's got the strong right hip. That's right. <laughs> you know, your glasses, hey, okay, you can borrow my eyes. You know, it's <laughs> you know, so talk about like a root becoming one like a tree. It's a very interesting. <laughs> uh, one more question: What other things, um, would you say that helps with? bone density also and also vibrance besides testosterone oh man now you're besides the food besides the food now we know the food's a major deal i think besides the food bigger than even anything that we've talked about would be weight training i'm listening you have to weight train i'm talking and i'm talking the big compound heavy moves so we need to be doing chest press weighted squats deadlifts overhead press pull-ups we need to do it. We need to put the stress on the bones to encourage them to get strong. So that is 100% necessary. The other thing is cardio. You need a little bit of cardio. People ignore that. They do. They do. And it doesn't have to be a lot, you know, and it doesn't have to be strenuous. Two to three times a week, 30 to 45 minutes, that will help. But those, if, if I had to pick, it would be exercise and those two things. I like that, you know, so I, I used to be a tennis pro. So I, I love what I love about tennis. It's continual movement on the, on the feet. You know, I bought a tennis ball machine and you know what I like to encourage people. Some people don't like working out. I know. So I always, I always say like this, find something that you enjoy. That's going to help improve your body. And even strength. If you love rock climbing, dude, rock climb every freaking day, like a, like a lizard. Yes. Uh, if you if you love um, um, running, you know what? Get some good shoes and do it. Don't I, I recommend run on something that's cushy, like you know the, yeah. the tracks. You know what okay. I mean. Um, I, I I love swimming. Oh God, I love swimming. So I'll do laps nonstop until I can't go anymore. You know, it's doing something too, and a lot of people are stopped doing it. Like they sit at a desk all day, you and know? we're guilty of that. Very guilty of that. A hundred percent. I sit on a desk for eight hours a day, you know, so I get it. But we have yeah, to find exactly. something else. And like, I mean, you brought up rock climbing. Well, that is just doing a bunch of pull-ups, right? And lunges. So really, you're still doing this weighted training. And tennis, that's just doing a bunch of chest presses, really. You know, it's you're like, right. Oh, yeah. And you're right. But then your legs, too, because you're, yeah, you're it's different stops and. So yes, you're, you're, keeping, you're keeping right. the strength in the, in the legs, but I, I hear what you're saying. And I think when we start to realize that, okay, do I want to live longer or not? It's pretty simple. Very simple. You know, and then like minerals, you know, nobody talks about mineral, like 
that's a whole different thing. Like, like Irish sea moss, people don't realize, look, you can, we have, I think about a hundred in our body, about 105 minerals, 102 minerals, I think in our body, but with Irish sea moss, you can get up to 92 minerals automatically. You can go buy a bag for 15 bucks online and and then, and and you just rinse it out with water and let it soak, put it in the, uh, put it in the uh, blender and put, you know, you can put whatever, two 12 ounce cups of water, blend the sucker for 15 minutes, put it in the, uh, it, put in the refrigerator in a, in a yep. tube or whatever you want, you know, a glass jar, what I use. And then you can use a scoop of that and put it in your shake every day. Okay. And now you you're getting the minerals. Yep. Yep. And one, one thing in regards to minerals and, and nutrients, you can't forget about, um, everybody thinks about calcium when they think about bones, of course, but don't forget about vitamin D with K. And don't, forget I, about, and don't forget about magnesium. So you I need both. Yep, you need it all in order to um, make the bones as strong as they can be. See, I use it for my water when I drink all day. So I do like a gallon of water a day, you know, sometimes a little bit more um, just because I love water. My, my wife's like, don't you want something else to drink? I love water. <laughs> I just water love, I mean, we're, we're, I mean, we're, are, and not only that, you know, let's, let's, this is cool. So not only that, but people don't realize that we need to turn off the stinking thinking, the stuff that's on our phones, the stuff that's on the TV, the mm-hmm. negative, all the negative stuff, because what happens is we, we, we get it in and then we consume it, yes, we consume we it. And then our body hears that and starts to do what it hears. So yeah. when people ask me, this is no joke. People ask me, how old are you? I just say 27. They're like, okay, whatever. Right. Or some people say, okay, yeah, I can see. Yeah. Okay. You look pretty good. Whatever. I go, I go, I just keep telling myself I'm 27. And my buddy, my best friend's like, why dude? Why, why dude? you're 47? I go, no, I'm 27. I go, because think about this. You tell your computer what you are, right? Your, your brain does not know how old you are. Your brain does not, not know. It does not. If you turn off the circuits to pain in your, in, in your, it's a brain connected to it, your sensors, you turn those off. It doesn't know if you cut your finger, you got right. sensories. So what you do is I'm trying to retrain my brain. Say, you know what? I'm strong. I'm vibrant. I'm smart. I'm, I'm beautiful. I'm speaking life upon this 90% of water that's inside me and, so and speaking to my brain because we have to, but a lot of people think that's just a bunch of, um, a bunch of, uh, I love this, uh, I'm speaking motivational to myself. I go, it's not being motivational. I mean, don't you have to take a shower every day? Exactly. It, 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 it's no, you got to speak life to yourself. And we have to do that to our bodies. Yes, testosterone is something that we do need. But let me tell you something. If you come in there and you need testosterone and this has not changed and you're not speaking life to yourself, you're throwing your money away. You are. Well, it comes back to stress too, right? Because that's a stress. And if you're not taking care of that stress, yeah, it's it's all for naught, right? No, a hundred percent. You know, it's interesting. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and because I was talking to a, I call a, it's bad. I was talking to a box doctor Okay. and I call box doctors the ones that want to give you a pill to give you another yes. pill to give you another pill. Yes. Next, you know, your ship's got a bunch of holes in it and you're screwed. <laughs> Because, you know, this was supposed to take care of this, but this happening to take care 100%. of this, but this happened. And so, you know, I added, this is no joke. This was literally yesterday. No, this was two days ago. So I'm talking to the box doctor. Um, I doubt he watched my shows, but if so, you know, I'm talking to you. Sorry. So, because um, we were talking and I said, I don't want to give my son these pills. 
Yeah. I go, we already seen that he's not feeling well. I didn't want to do the pills in the first place, but his mom did. And now I'm seeing the effects. Right. This is not good. And I go, what I don't understand is you went to school to be a doctor. Why don't we focus on the root to find the root instead of giving it a patch? Because I never see the box doctors. I didn't say that to him. The box doctors cure the root. You're supposed to work yourself out of a job, not to give another pill. 100%. And he just looked at he just looked at me like, "Well, I see where you're coming from, Mark." I go, "No, no, you, you signed don't. the paper." I said, "No, you signed the paper, so I understand. You signed it. You don't want to lose. I understand. But you came in this profession to heal, anyways. I, yeah. It's." It's, exactly. it's like we got to get back to the root of why we do what we do. The way I look at it, we're doing this video here. If we could touch one person to help them out, we did our job. 100%. But we got we to gotta spread that awareness. See, I didn't know about Alzheimer's. See, this is like, that's a whole nother subject. Because if I don't, let's just say you're starting to have muscle memory, a little bit muscle where you're not remembering stuff and stuff like that, not muscle memory, but you're, you're starting to losing memory in certain things. This will start to help you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm. I. You got me pumped. <laughs> just, just, testosterone. <laughs> so, any. Anyways, this was awesome. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for being here on the show with Edge on Regen Show.com. Tell us where we can get a hold of you and where you're you're located, if you don't mind. All right, so we are in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and um, feel free to call the office at 208-797-5397. Um, um, and if you call, be sure and tell us where you came from, that the podcast that you listen to, yes, let us know so that we can we can help you out. Awesome. Thank you so much. And again, I just want to say thank you for what you do, and thank you for helping as many people as you do, because... Uh, that's becoming a lot less rare these days. Thank you so much for having me and helping me spread the word.